Welcome back to a special episode of Secret Sauce. This is LaToya. And I am here to introduce to you a young lady named Devin from Navedna uh-huh. Productions. <laughs> um, and uh, we met her because she did some really beautiful fabric for Black Panther. So today on the show, I also have a Shanty. Say hi, Shanty. I got the Coke up my nose. Okay, here we go. And I have Devin. Devin. I cannot. I swear to God, I don't think I've ever accidentally like. You know how you're in a pool and you jump in and like the chlorine just gets in your nostrils. Uh-huh. That's how it feels when you choke on a soda and it goes up instead of down. And it is the the pain level is like on ten. Well, it's not helping that you have a migraine like my, too. My whole nose just is shut down on one side. Devin. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to our crazy babes. Um, so the reason why Ashanti got coke in her nose is my fault. I could not pronounce Navedna until right now. I got it. So Navedna Productions, that is the name of your business, right? Right? I said it right? Yes. Okay, perfect. Perfect. So anyways, uh, Ashanti actually found her on Instagram. Ashanti, how did you find her on Instagram, by the way? Okay, this is, I swear, this is the most random thing. When I was, uh, okay, I hear myself, I hear a little feedback. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're good. Okay. So I was looking for like something to wear, just an idea for the Black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. And I have a colleague at work that actually makes clothing, like old school, like we'll take McCall's or simplicity patterns and make you a whole ass outfit. So you know, she agreed to like make something for me. Uh, if I asked and I got like the fabric, uh, something to kind of reference, you know, Black Panther, something unique and, you know, interesting. And so I started Googling to see if anyone had, you know, made like an African Wakandan print or something. Mm-hmm. And through some combination of general terms of Black Panther movie costumes, Wakanda fabric, I came across another IG page. And I think it was the image that you had a a belt uh, cut out. The guy who did that reposted the tunic that that you're currently making. And that's how I found you. Oh, wow. Oh, that's That's pretty good. Yeah. So yeah. your fabric was made, it was inspired by Black Panther, right? Yes. Okay. The, specifically the Dora Milaje, um, the Wakandan warriors. Mm-hmm. All these ones. <laughs> Wakandan, Wakandan warriors. Um, and yeah, I honestly, I was just really excited to see uh, some powerful black women kicking butt, you know? Yeah, we all and, are. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. No, um, I was going to say, your fabric is gorgeous. Thank you. Uh, thank Ruth Carter for such a beautiful <laughs> design, you know, the uh, costume designer from Black Panther. Uh, just looking at it, I was just like in awe. And I said, well, I know I want to cosplay from this movie. And I know I want to do these costumes. But, you know, you're looking at it. I'm like, this is some high level Hollywood business uh how can I make this easy you know for me and if I can make it easy for myself how can I make it easy for others and uh that's kind of where it it came about honestly I was just excited about it I didn't expect to start selling it and I guess when I started uh when when we started it was actually meant to be a group of us there's or there is a group of us um who are all going as Dora Milaje to the movie theater um on Saturday and uh, I decided I wanted to make these this print I was like you know there there has to be a way where we can all look like one you know one team one unit and that's how the Dora Milaje um function um after I watched the interview and uh, yeah, I kind of, kind of where the inspiration came from. Just wanted to do something. So how 
long did it take to draft the pattern? Because I, I looked at, you know, the reference or, you know, how they have the costumes at, you know, Comic Cons and stuff. You can get an up close look. Mm-hmm. And the pattern is really similar to the beading. So even if you don't go all out, you know, the reference is still incredibly strong. And even looking at the pattern um, on the actual costume on and the fabric, I was like, oh, like it's almost literally you could cut out pieces and do a paint by numbers because mm-hmm. the, each piece is so distinct. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad I'm glad that uh, came through. That was you know, that was part of my concern. But uh, how long it took? Ooh. <laughs> um. I was sitting on Photoshop for days, it felt like, on end, just staring at reference photos and trying to replicate those patterns and even, like, even the shading. Mm -hmm. I tried to make it give that 3D feel um, because I believe, like, if I stared at the references long enough, I believe they 3D printed on top of some fabric that hasn't been disclosed anywhere, but that's my assumption, you know, once you stare at something long enough, you hope you start to understand it, but... Uh, it it took darn near forever and just even the colors because it changed between you know pictures from the in-person references that people took online and then from the movie screens that we could get and there there weren't that many out there until recently and that was way after I made the pattern so it was like good luck I hope it's right (laughs) so let's let's back up a little bit because we're going to come back to the fabric in just a second let's start Let's talk a little bit about you first, Evan. So sure. tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell, tell me and the audience and Shanti a little bit more about yourself. Mm. The, the ultimate question. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I'm getting feedback. Oh, Sorry. I don't hear anything, but are you? can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. About myself. Mm-hmm. Whatever you feel comfortable with. Well, I don't like talking about myself. <laughs> well, no one but, does. All right, uh, let's start with this. What side of what 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 part of the country are you in? I am in uh, Texas. Oh, Texas. Houston. Yeah. Oh, nice. Very far from us. Okay. All right. Wait, hold up. We're in Texas. Houston. Holy shit balls. What? My whole <laughs> half of my mom's family is like in Houston. All right, go beans, go beans. I'm chewing, so I'm going to go back on mute and listen to your story, your origin story. Pardon me. I like it. Okay, so a little bit about yourself. We know that you cosplay. Let's start with that. Now, how long have you been cosplaying? Oh, geez, it started in high school. So it has to be, oh, how old am I, Lord? (laughs) I'm 23 now? Whenever that was, six, seven years of cosplaying, it feels like. Um, but I feel like I didn't get serious until maybe four years ago. Okay. Um, when I uh, when I started college and I was, you know, out and trying to figure myself out. And cosplay was a great way for me to deal with, like, my anxieties and pushing my creative boundaries. And I think... I think I came out stronger because of it. Um, You know, I challenged myself to do these huge projects that I knew it's like, you know, it it could seem impossible, especially because I was kind of a newbie. Um, I started sewing, though, in high school. Uh, And Mrs. Jones, you know, my my sewing teacher was everything. Um, And I, and... She she literally inspired me to like to push myself and and really really get outside my comfort zone. Like especially like she had a fashion show and all kinds of crazy stuff for high school kids to partake in. And then from there, I'd already been interested in anime and superheroes and all that stuff. And we had a club at school where you know I'd get a feel for that and. I was, we went to a convention for the first time and I saw all these people dressed up and I said, I want to do that. I want to embody these 
people or characters that I admire so much who are the kind of people I want to be. Um, you know, in high school, you're in that insecure stage. And sometimes as an adult, you're still in that insecure stage. So you get out of that and or it helped me push myself out of that, I would say, for sure. Okay. Uh, and so what was your first costume that you were like, wow, I did that. Like, holy shit, oh. I'm killing the game. What was the first one that was like that for you? Oh, Princess Tiana. Princess Tiana. Oh, wow. I don't know. Did I see that on your Instagram? Oh, I didn't. So I don't have any really, really good pictures of her, but it's in the it's in my most recent post. It's a really small image. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the blue dress that she has, not the uh, green one. Because, you know, I, I wasn't that skilled and I have no room for a hoop skirt. So. <laughs> Got you. Gotcha. So I and, saw um, my favorite one that you had was, well, you had some great ones. You have Esmeralda. Mm-hmm. Moana is beautiful. Oh, my God. Yes. Your Moana is gorgeous. Thank but you. my favorite is going to always be Stefani. Always, hands down. Really? Yes, I that, love Stefani. I feel like that's what everyone, like, that's where I got a lot of my following from was a Steven Universe mm-hmm. group. And I, I owe them a lot because I did not expect my uh my instagram to elevate as it has um i put one picture of a side by side of me and stevani and that one that's still my highest picture to date like four thousand likes and i'm like where did you guys come from literally (laughs) how (laughs) i mean you did such a great job i cannot i cannot picture anyone um embodying stevani more than what you did like really um (laughs) Because Stefani, Stefani is like, it's like an essence of both of them, of Steven and um, Connie. And mm-hmm. what you were able to pull together is just like my t-shirt that I have in my room. Like, you did a great <laughs> job. Really, like, I don't, I'm not going to just blow shit up your ass for real. I love it. And I think that you should know how, you know, what a great job you did. So. Yeah. That, that one was a... <laughs> I never want to make that wig again in my life, but I'm super proud of it. That wig is serious. That Girl, wig is no You made joke. the hair too? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, I took apart the most irritable wig, and it was curly. Do not start with a curly wig and try and take the wefts out. Um, and I I got a wig that I shaped, that I like the front shape of, mm-hmm. um, that was also curly, and I sewed all those long curly wefts into the wig and it had a so the top one had a lace front and then I sewed all these extra long wefts with all these curls into the wig to give it that volume and then I went back and used some hot curlers and styled it and oh my word um yeah (laughs) I do not like wig styling by the way like that's like probably no I would say props props are on my least favorite thing to do and then wigs but you say that, but your wig was so good. <laughs> like, I, oh my gosh. I was just determined because I love Stefani so much. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, pushing those boundaries. Yeah, um, you did that. Like, the, um, even the wig from So, Moana you're going to have to really tell good. me what character that is because I'm looking at your photos on IG and I don't, I don't know who Stefani is. So, can you guide, can you guide me? Oh, yeah, to that's the appropriate easy. Image? Uh, um, Steven Universe. You ever heard of that cartoon before? I have heard of it. I have never seen it. So I don't know what any of these characters look like. Oh my god, child. Get your life. Steven Universe <laughs> is the shit. Like, is really, it no. the one with the star on the t-shirt? Yep, yeah. that's him. Oh, okay. That's him. Okay. And so Connie okay. is his best friend slash girlfriend slash I'm not sure. Oh, Jesus. That wig is out of... Yeah. And who took the photos? Because the photos are amazing. Oh, Cerebus photos? Uh, yeah. Cerebus photos. He um, and his his name is Omar, but he's absolutely talented. I mean, like his popularity just shot up, but like his images, they make you feel so beautiful. Seriously, like get your skin all flawless, and you know, and he's so patient. Especially because for me, modeling is like one of my uh, it's a struggle. You know, modeling the costumes that you're trying to embody because you're trying to be this different person and make sure you're capturing 
their character and he he'll sit with you with the references he'll take his time find the right lighting and honestly it just like i need i need to work with him again but <laughs> um but yeah just uh, all i can say i i'm so thankful those are some of my best photos so so your friend is the lion Oh yes, Afro Queen cosplay, um, and her name's Tamara. She's she's one of my inspirations, to be honest. <laughs> um, like as a cosplayer, she she slays every time, um, and she's actually one of the ones I'm working with in the Dora Milaje group uh, that we're doing. So, uh, and the other one is Magical Me cosplay, and um, <laughs> pardon, and uh, her name is. Uh, Oh, Lord, I'm blanking. I know your name, honey. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We can come back to that. So then, oh, come back. I'm so terrible. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. You're good. Um, so I also see you. You did an outfit, um, a la Alaria Sands. I like that. Yeah, I need to finish her up. <laughs> yeah, but it looks great from right from where I'm sitting at. Like you just got a lot of great skills. So how were you able to transition your cosplay into making fabric as a business oh man uh cosplay into honestly i was just super inspired and i know with myself um when i'm inspired to do something there's literally nothing that can stop me i knew i had a knack for graphic design i used to design t-shirts for all the clubs i was in i designed t-shirts for like work activity sometimes even um even though that's not my job i just enjoy it so much mm -hmm. and so i combined my um understanding of graphic design and photoshop and my love of fabric because if you would see my craft room the fabric never ends <laughs> um, and i can spend all day in joann's or the, my neighboring fabric store and whatever and i took those two things and i made something that can make my cosplay job easier and others easier. You know, you find the, I guess, I think I heard somewhere is that your best talents and the world's biggest needs, when they cross roads, you know, that's that's magic right there or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, that's where you should be. Yeah, that's where you should be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And that's actually beautifully said because my next question was going to be about um, black podcast, sorry, podcasters, cosplayers uh, in this in this space. Like, uh, like I went to New York Comic Con for the first time, and it was a lot. <laughs> but hands down, I've never seen like more gorgeous costumes. Like, and people go all out. And I, you know, I did notice that there were there were some black cosplayers, and I think the best black cosplayer I saw was dressed as uh, Tywin Lannister. Wow! But I, you know, wish that there were more, you know, black cosplayers that like cosplay at such a high level mm -hmm. that peep that crowds just stop and stare and ask for pictures for hours. And I, I really, I really hope when you finish your uh, Dora Milaje costume that you are able to go to these cons because you will shut the thing down, Hand, <laughs> like hands down. I mean, just looking at the beading work, yeah. If you don't get, you know, brought in to do someone's movie costume somewhere, it's literally going to be a crime. <laughs> uh, and like, I really. Uh, how, how big is the cosplay circle amongst black cosplayers? I'm not, I don't really want to go out into, you know, people of color so much, but specifically mm -hmm. black cosplayers, because I, you know, the, you see uh, a lot of everyone else, but black. So what is the landscape like? Oh, man, uh, at least where I'm at. We try it. I think black cosplayers, particularly black female cosplayers. I don't know too many black male cosplayers um, in my area. Um, 
but females, I've noticed we at least try to stick together and it's not as, it's not as many as you would hope. Like there are plenty. Um, I, I often wonder if black cosplayers are one neglected, uh, particularly by, you know, trying to get that photographer to take your picture, um, who are more comfortable with um, taking pictures of others. Um, they, they, I've gotten comments like, or I've heard people say comments that they're too dark, that, you know, that the, co the photographer is not comfortable taking pictures of them. And it's just like, but their costume's beautiful. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a difficult landscape because uh, there are so many talented people who don't get as much recognition, I think. And it's also challenging because there aren't a lot of black characters out there to cosplay for us mm -hmm. to look up to, for us to say, I want to be them. And, and there's nothing wrong with cosplaying another personality or race or whatever. Um, but it is a bit disheartening because you, I think a lot of people, at least one half of the cosplay community wants to so badly embody, embody the character that you want to look like them. So like a lot of my care, like even if you look at my Instagram, I'm pretty sure all of my characters are people of color. Um, let me think. Yeah, a lot of my characters have some sort of people of color, and I think it's important. I think it's important to recognize that they're out there, that these characters are out there. And yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. It's 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 more barren than I would like <laughs> a cosplay community. Yeah, and I that's think. what I and that's what I suspected. Uh, which is which is such a shame. <laughs> so, like when I when I get like the cosplay corner up and going on the MTR site, I kind of really wanted it to be a repository. Like, so when black people that are interested in cosplaying are looking for cosplayers, I want the MTR page to come up as being like a first good resource because having to do like a freaking algebra equation <laughs> to get some kind of you know black cosplay yes. uh hits from google shouldn't be that hard and it shouldn't be so down in the weeds like you know if even if there's a handful of you well we can give a handful of you guys a signal boost and just the, the quality of your work really cannot be stressed verbally <laughs> like you really have to see it and if and the shout out that you gave to the other person that made a component of your costume, uh, the laser cut of the the um, the mask, mm -hmm. like that was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so he has to go on on the list too, and I, you know, I don't, I'm not like a, you know, costumer, but. I really love period movies mm -hmm. and I happen to know a lot about period clothing I love probably that. more than I should have. But then again, I'm a, I'm a nerd and some of the details that you come across and um, like, I cannot look at a like 16th, 17th, 18th century dress and not die inside when I see lacing up the back <laughs> because historically that's wrong. Yeah. So, uh, like necklines bother me, hair without hairpins bother me, <laughs> uh, and, and you know, fabric that is not of the time period bothers me. Un underpinnings, if the underpinnings aren't right, if you don't have a properly fitted corset, uh, and the clothes don't hang the right way, that bothers me. So, I'm going to be like a lay person. And kind of use my eye for spotting historical inaccuracies in period costumes to these cosplay to this cosplay stuff. I love it because it's really important to emphasize the little things that really make costumes, like that really takes costumes to the next level. And I think for people that can come to the site and look at your stuff and get inspiration. If you have the best of the best, 
if you have someone that has an eye for detail like that, it would inspire people to create at your level or maybe go beyond it because like that's that's how greatness is developed like you have to start a little stream for it to become into a river and (laughs) that's really what i want the you know black cosplay community to be like nothing like a free flow exchange of ideas or techniques and like really help each other along listen i can't sew worth a damn but (laughs) i would try (laughs) <laughs> do it. I, I, I am inspired I am inspired to try I, you know, I cosplay, highly encourage it cosplay will work really well with MTR because it is a nerd friendly place like it's a place where people that love cosplay love costumes love the story come and, and congregate so yeah that would be great that'd be really it, great yeah. love for you. and I know we have some hidden geniuses you know in, in the fan base yeah like the guy who did uh, the Negro Con, the Negro Con images. Like I, I'm bad with names, so it totally slipped me. But yeah, yeah he's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Negro Con was a get together that we had with three or four different, three different podcasts. Yeah, where's my forty acres? Yeah, the Black Eye Tips and the, the Black Eye Tips. Mm-hmm. So it was three different podcasts came together for an event, and it was called Negro Con. Uh-huh. And. Uh, yeah, there was a guy. It happened concurrently poster. with Awesome Con because Awesome Con didn't give them, you know, uh, what was like press passes yeah, and or a, right. a room to do another panel that right. they've packed out for the past couple of years. So mm, picked up stakes own. and went down the street and had <laughs> our own Negro Con. Yeah. And people at Awesome Con heard about Negro Con try- and tried to get into Negro Con. And couldn't because <laughs> I was at the door. It was fun. It was funny. It was good times. It was good times. Yeah, it was good times. So, yeah. Listen, I knew, I knew that there was a, th- there was a thirst for you know, <laughs> black engagement with you know the comic book community and whatnot. When the freaking <laughs> um, staff from the Undefeated showed up at yep. NegroCon because they wow. heard about it. Yep. <laughs> at yeah, the really actual cool. awesome con, that still blows my mind. Yeah, that that's was cool. insane. Yeah, that was good times, man. We, I, I hope that we can do that again. I'm, I'm probably sure he's gonna get into Awesome Con. I'd be very surprised if they didn't hear about it and get him back in. But NegroCon was just so cool. So, yeah. So, what are you doing for the movie? Um, you said you're going on Saturday. Oh, uh, so what we're doing is, um, uh, someone organized a whole group of us just to meet up. So we have a Houston. Um, based uh, like nerd group, like a Facebook group uh, that a couple, I've got a couple of groups that I've joined. I think Texan Geeks, um, a whole bunch. And one of the groups had an event going that said, we're going to all show up for Black Panther. And then someone within there took a, said, hey, are there any cosplayers out here? Do y'all want to like do a thing? You know, let's show up, show out, you know, this is our this is our talent. This is our you know this is our moment, and let's you know be the best that we can be. Let's give these young little kids, black black boys and girls, um, heroes to look up to. And uh, pretty much it went from there. We all decided picking our characters, um, who we were gonna be, all that good stuff. And now we're all gonna show up in costume uh, in the afternoon. Just we're just gonna hang around. So we're gonna we're all gonna actually see the movie on Friday, you know, all in our uh, get ups and our dashikis and everything. Um, for me, I actually decided to use my fabric um, to make a bomber jacket out of the Dora Milaje sleeves, and wow. uh, I'm gonna make like a necklace inspired by them as well. Not the one for my costume, but like a smaller version. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I don't have a dashiki and I like to sew, so <laughs> this is what I've come up with. And uh, yeah, we're, we're just gonna, I don't know, it's just like, I feel like that's a thing that happens. Cosplayers um, kind of gather in groups, especially if it's all from the same thing, and then we just show up to a place if it's like a ref, like not a reference, but um, uh, reasonable to show up there in all this costume i suppose Mm -hmm. um like if it's related um 
and yeah, we we just make statements and and kids love it. Um, they love it. It sounds you're amazing. Have I hope to you put guys in can. a battery pack because if you're an introvert, mm, okay. <laughs> I mean, having to do with people is gonna be a mm, it's gonna get old right quick. Yeah. Oh no, I'm an introvert. Trust, <laughs> trust and believe. Uh, I could easily just hole up in my house uh, if I wanted to, but this is also a way for me to also engage with people. Because the thing about being an introvert, if people like what you like if you have those similar interests it's so much easier to be that social person <laughs> oh it's so true because i'm an introvert myself so if if you can relate to people it's cool but once you feel like you can't relate it's like uh get me out of here right now i want to go i want to go i want to go <laughs> i'm out goodbye <laughs> right right uh y'all don't need me anymore right while you slip into the back yeah that's that's totally me so yeah, but you've got to take a ton of pictures because I would love to see all of you dressed up and wow, I bet oh. you it's going to be amazing. Oh, yes. Uh, Simone. Hey, do which you is have the pattern by chance? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say Simone, which is Magical Me Cosplay, got us a photographer to show up. Yes. So we're, we're, we're ready. Oh, and go ahead. Sorry. What were you saying? Oh, okay. Well, A, I'm ready for these pictures. <laughs> Two, so I'm going to give this fabric, I got precisely three yards, to the lady that's going to make, like, I don't know. She's going to try to do your version of the tunic, but she doesn't have the patterns. Oh. Um, but I, so, I don't know. I, I really just thought about getting, like, some old school simplicity patterns and, like, having her do, like, a 60s type mod little mini skirt thing yeah uh, um, so the pattern uh it's kind of it is a simplicity pattern at least the one i used or sorry it's a new look pattern um i think by simplicity but uh it's a really simple you got a link? uh yeah so the the thing about it is being a cosplayer is that you adjust patterns <laughs> quite a bit so I kind of added like maybe three, three new seams to it to get the dividing lines like you saw mm -hmm. on mine. So it's actually, it's a simple dress. You just have to add new seams to get the separation because it's not like you can cut it out all on one dress, if that makes sense. All on oh. one. Yeah. Do I need to get another few yards? No, no. The, that's the thing. The, the. The three yards is enough, and I and it's funny because people keep asking me, it's like, do I need to get four yards? I was like, no, you literally only need three because the way I printed it out, each section, I mean, I think one, uh, 56 by 50, 56 inches, so you could have 56 inch uh, front of your bus and a 56 inch back and it'll it'll fit. Like, it's meant to be cut at any size, so, like, you can put your own pattern on top of it whatever size that may be, cut it out. Oh. And that that's that's what it's meant to do. But, like, I left space in there so people can, like... Because, like, if you have a short to torso, then this pattern might not... Like, if I had made it, like, how people th traditionally think of patterns, then it might not work for you if you have a short to torso. So mm -hmm. I made it so you can just take that piece, cut it to the size that's you, sew it, and it'll just you know, fit you flawlessly. So that was the, it's, so I have a tutorial. I'm like literally almost done with it. It's just, you know, been a hectic ride. So that'll be out really, really soon. Um, that explains all that I did. It has like the pattern I used, everything. Um, okay, cool. I don't know where I was going with this, but yeah. <laughs> look, look, by the way, everyone, Ashanti bought the fabric. Cause I don't think we said that. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she yeah. bought the fabric for uh, Black Panther. Actually, night. Chris, Chris yeah. bought the fabric as well, an anniversary gift. There so. we go. There we go. Perfect. But he's good for something. Yeah, a little bit, huh? <laughs> mm -hmm. I honestly wasn't expecting people to buy this fabric. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> really? Yeah. This is my this is my first like entrepreneurial business venture. Like oh. I'm not. Like the most I've sold in my life is probably Girl Scout cookies when I was like little. 
um, <laughs> as a business, I guess a business model. Um, well, let me not let me not play. I, I tried I tried selling costumes in college, but you know college kids don't have money, so <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. Uh, do you have an Etsy shop? I don't actually. Nope, it's just the spoon flower. You might need to set up on Etsy because I have seen I saw your um your Alaria Sand outfit and I was like, girl, <laughs> I have seen some amazing Game of Thrones. Uh, costumes on Etsy um I think you might have a whole lot of elbow room for some business because people are (laughs) not messing around on the Etsy repros of these costumes like people are you know like making these bespoke costumes like seven eight hundred dollars maybe more depending um on the the person and the amount of detail but even at like lower price points people have turned out some really nice really nice costumes including the accessories like people are metal workers doing wonder woman bracelets and daenerys targaryen's cage scales and but all kinds of amazing things and that also might be another way to kind of network with other uh people who do cosplay but i don't know etsy from like a you know seller's point of view so definitely uh she's right though i i do know etsy from a seller's point of view you would do well on etsy you just need to get your product on there you do you would do well and you um we're hoping that we can get some more people to to uh join in on our love of your product but yeah you you could really sell some things you know keep instagram as your picture place but expand a little bit and get your your products out there so people can see who you are because you're talented and you really should you know show other people so they can see it too yeah and when like if you ever if you ever start taking custom commissions you could make a lot of money making people you know these bespoke costumes yeah i i've looked into it i've tested it out um (laughs) It may commissions may not be for me. Oh, really? um, I think I think the fabric um, particularly hit the nail on the head for something that I know I can do for others. Mm-hmm. Um, commissions are interesting because you have to have. It's one thing making something for yourself; it's another making it for someone else. And you know, I have you have to be ready for all of their opinions, which everyone's entitled to, and all of their feedback and and different shapes you know and you want to make sure that you make them happy but sometimes that takes that takes a lot out of you I, I remember trying to do commissions and I was so I really really wanted to make my clients happy and I think it caused more unnecessary stress on me because no longer was I making a costume that made me happy it could have just been you know, I, I just didn't relate to the costume. And I think there's something very personal about cosplay, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Some people uh, are, are extremely talented. Like, I admire um, Firefly Path. They make some incredible fantasy wear. Like, I think if I did, wasn't into cosplay, that's probably what I would be doing now. Super detailed, super fantasy, high fantasy, gorgeous, long gowns. I think that's what I would be doing. That's really expensive, so, you know, <laughs> although, let me not lie, cosplay is expensive in general, so. Yeah, but that is a difference between commissions and just selling an item, because mm. it's the it's the input, and so, yeah, sometimes getting input from people about the item that you made, it's no longer the item you made. It winds yeah. up being what their vision is, and... If that's not where you want to be, then maybe your best bet is just to make items for sale like the fabric. Do you know what I mean? Because commissions are hard, for real. Dealing with other people, mm. (laughs) I mean, it's true. Yeah, so I I totally get where you're coming from as far as commissions go. Yeah, Uh, but with the fabric, I could tell there was a difference because my enthusiasm stayed with me throughout making it Mm -hmm. and I think when I did commissions it wasn't always there because I think I drew off of the like if my customer wasn't constantly enthused by it then I feel like I've lost them 
and they and they may have been like it, it's just like for me i'm like i need like either i need that feedback from you like telling me like do you like it like like if i'm showing you this progress how do you feel about it if i'm not getting that it's just like well what am i doing this for and well, you know what you could do depending on how attached to these that you are you know mm-hmm. costumes that you don't um see yourself wearing in the future you could put those up for sale and people will buy them so yeah you know, that's an alternative for mm-hmm. actually doing custom commissions so you can just give the dimensions you know of the dress measurements and people that fit the bill can purchase it right off of you so at least your you know, the costume isn't just you know in a pile in the corner or locked away in a box you know it's given new life with repeat wearings with other people and people are going to want to be like, oh, my gosh, that's incredible detail. Where did you get that dress? And they can say, oh, I got it from Etsy, from so-and-so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They have yeah. a... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I just said they do They do have a couple of online market, marketplaces, like on Facebook, uh, for definitely cosplay trade and uh, purchasing, you know, previously worn costumes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I could probably do that. She probably should do that. <laughs> Let go. Now let go. uh And then, like, you you can at least recoup some of the expense and um, that you uh, (laughs) shelled out to make it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Just a thought. Oh, no, thank you. No, that's totally something I should be doing. And I, I think that's something I will be doing in the new year. I think my costumes certain costumes I wouldn't be pleased with selling for the fact that I don't think it's like up there in quality uh like I know you guys are like praising my uh detail like now now my quality is great um but before like if my princess Tiana (laughs) she needs some work you know uh but I was super proud of her at the time but I probably wouldn't sell it and say uh yeah, I'm not going to sell that to you. I'd rather, you know, have the skill I have now and then sell something like that. Yeah, but that's just stages, right? <laughs> so, like, you started at Princess Tiana, and now you're doing, oh, I can't say the name. DeMar, De- I can't. Dora Milaje? There we go. Dora Milaje <laughs> costumes. Man, look, I got Nevedna. Yeah, you did. That's, and I'm sticking with that, yes. By the way, Novedna is spelled N-Y-V-E-D-N-A Productions on, on on Instagram, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like it's just a stepping stone, right? So if Princess Tiana wasn't where you are today, you can look back and say, okay, that's where I started and look at where I am now. So what were you, what type of cosplay are you thinking about doing in the future? Like what are some cosplays that you would like to get in soon? Sorry, I like you faded out for a minute. Oh, I can repeat that. No worries. I was saying, what cosplay are you looking to do in the future? Like, is there a cosplay that you've been wanting to do? You're just not, you're kind of like formulating the costume and thinking about what you want to do. Tough. Oh um, man. Maybe <laughs> come back to me with that one. I'm a. Ooh, I have a long list of things, so <laughs> oh, I might I have mean, to look just... it up on my my gallery that I keep keep a little uh gallery of all the things I'm like interested no wait I know want to be Gamora so bad Gamora Gamora. from Guardians of the Galaxy oh Gamora oh god yes (laughs) oh that would be a great cosplay wait was that the the blue oh yes the blue chick with the bald head Mm -mm, that's her sister that's her sister oh so green oh Zoe Saldana's character right yeah Okay, okay, just yeah, that would be great. I'm not a nerd, so <laughs> I am, and that would be great. I think you would do a really great Grimoire. Oh my god! So the uh, so at New York Comic Con, mm-hmm. you know the uh, in the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie, there was like the the gold the gold Oscar statue chick of um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Someone did cosplay as her. Homegirl was gold from head to toe. Oh, I bet you that And was her so costume dope. was glittery gold perfection. I, I am so mad I didn't stop and take a picture. 
Also, going to a con tip number two, when you see something you want to take a picture of, don't wait. You won't find them again. Take the picture of them. <laughs> that, that's truth. That, that's truth right there. Never see them again. The, oh, that was incredible. I can imagine seeing that in person. Like, I... I'm always in awe when I go to conventions. I haven't, last year I didn't go as much, but this year I'm going to a whole bunch. Um, C2E2 in Chicago, Acon in Dallas. Uh, just, you know, <laughs> trying to trying to be out there and, you know, promote, I guess, promote myself, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the work that goes into this, like, and, and doing it yourself, you realize how much, like, blood, sweat, and tears essentially go into their love for this like you know these are people just spending their own money unless they're sponsored good for them um spending their own money just making incredibly detailed costumes that one person by themselves most of the time um that costume designers and constructors in hollywood movies they have a whole team of people so it's always more incredible to know like oh man you you really did that. Like, you did that. And you should be so proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Do you uh, see your, like, do you want to, like, break into the uh, the wardrobe costuming side of, like, TV, um, film, and whatnot? Oh, man, it's a secret dream. <laughs> if someone would pick me up, certainly. Um, it's not, you know, right now I just know I have a stable job uh, and it, it, it pays for my hobby and if one day that leads me if my hobby leads me to something like movies and costume designing I would I would love that or photo shoots like really dramatic um, things alternative fashion all that good stuff but yeah well, you know I, I don't know what the industry's like I've never been in it you know so I can't be like oh yeah that's totally what I should be doing, but I admire it. And if one day I get the opportunity, I would love to, frankly. <laughs> hey, listen, hey. if you ever find yourself at San Diego or New York Comic Cons, the NTR team will be there. Show up in costume. I swear to God, Chris will give you a mic and you could just power mm-hmm. walk into some of these, <laughs> into some of these, um, these rooms, or what is it? They call it the what is the red carpet things that he and Phenom does? Like, who's going to deny a Dora Milaje with a uh, microphone <laughs> <laughs> trying to talk to Chadwick Boseman <laughs> on the red carpet? Yeah, I'm. I I have visions of things <laughs> that I, I want to see. Vision. <laughs> oh yeah, I see some really exciting things ahead for you. So, seriously, yeah, I cannot compliment you enough. <laughs> it's it's really, like I really appreciate this, guys. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> I guess I'm not I'm not used to it. Or I, I get you know it's one thing getting compliments over the internet, um, and I'm really thankful for all of them. But then it's just like oh, people are telling you to your face like, look, look, kid, you have talent. Look at it. <laughs> Embrace it. Um, yeah. Listen. This is weird. Um, <laughs> because I literally, stranger finding a stranger on the internet that does amazing pieces and was like, oh, girl, this is incredible. Can you make me one, too? <laughs> I found you through someone else that I do not know. Yeah. But let's chat. That That is, this is the internet age I've you know, kind of have to roll with it. So there are layers of strangeness when it comes to interpersonal interactions that, you know, can connect two strangers in a matter of minutes uh, from one week to the next, then you're on the phone chatting. So <laughs> I think we've all kind of gotten accustomed to the, to the weirdness of it and we just <laughs> ride along. But a... I would not be talking to you if I hadn't randomly found you and was like, oh my God, I need to know more about this. And I'm just, I'm glad that you were obliging enough to um, sit and chat with uh, with us. Oh, I'm 
I'm flattered you guys asked. Like, I like, I'm okay with talking to people. Like, if you ask me questions, I'll answer. <laughs> like, I, I think, uh, I don't know if I scare people. I don't know if I don't, I hope I seem friendly enough. <laughs> oh, no, you've been great. You've been great. Uh, but and I appreciate you coming on the show because, you know, this show is made or created to spotlight black women out here killing the game. And you are one of them. So, I'm happy you came on and had some fun with this. Now we're not done yet. There are okay. some things that we've got to do kind of go over before we go, but yeah, I just want to say thank you for being on because on this show, I have met so many amazing women from uh, voice actors to authors. And now I have a cosplay player and honestly a fabric designer. So that's huge. And you know, you could inspire another little girl who's listening to this show and it's like, wow, I could do that too. And I appreciate you for coming on. So really, it means a lot, honestly. So before we go, I wanted to do um, a new segment. Well, I got a couple new segments on this show, but this one <laughs> I thought would be fun um, for everybody involved. So um, I'm still playing with the name, but uh, basically... I want each of us to say what we're loving right now and what we could do without. So am I starting ladies or do one of you guys want to start first? Uh, um, okay, I'll go. Because okay. mine's are quick. All right. <laughs> one, I'm glad the burning sensation is gone from my nose. <laughs> Two, that's the good one. The bad one is that my mom is still insisting on wearing an Afro wig and a corset with a black leather outfit to the Black Panther movie, and I cannot dissuade her. Um, your mom <laughs> she is, is determined kill the game. to be weird. Uh-uh, that's not a bad <laughs> and thing. And I don't know how to stop it. Your mom is going to kill the game. If anybody's ever seen Ashanti's mom, you'll know what I'm saying. Your mom is going to kill the game. You just, just gone and let your mom wear... She's showing up to wear... a Black Panther freaking rally, uh-uh. not a movie. Let her wear her corset and her leather jacket. And kill him. Stun him. Just let her do it. Mm. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Game at any age, anytime, all That's the time. That's right. You, you, huh. Let her stun on him. I ain't mad. Shoot. <laughs> um, so, do you want to go, Devin, or you want me to go? Uh, sure, I'll go. Uh, things I can do with, I would say, self-care. I can do with that. Got to yes. keep doing it. And popcorn. My favorite snack. <laughs> and, and, and things I can do without mm, I would say a lot of this lack of empathy going around out here uh, great if people you know started caring a bit about other people everyone's kind of all up in their own now and uh, I don't know I just would like to see a lot less hate in the world that's okay no, oh, no, that's very okay. It's a, it's a hard place to live that's in right now. It's very thoughtful and conscientious. Right, right. I wish I, I wish I was more like you. Right, because mine's not that. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So mine is my good or what I could do with. So there's this little boy named King. I don't know if you guys heard of him. Oh um, my gosh, girl. Yes, this little boy named King. Who absolutely <laughs> stole my heart because one, he's got a great mom who's been teaching him some history and he's listening. Two, mm-hmm. he's never scared to tell you he's listening to his mama and he knows you're full of shit. I, I love it. I love it. And he's a little kid too. He's not like a grown man. This little boy already has enough. Uh, foresight into himself to be able to express the things that he feels so I'm going to read something that he wrote in his journal to his teacher now this was this year was January 22nd and this is what he wrote today was not a good learning day blah 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 I only wanted to hear you not talking you said (laughs) something wrong and I can't listen when I hear lies My mom said that the only Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace. Now, let me back up. They were teaching about Christopher Columbus. (laughs) So his mom told him the only Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace. God, I'm not mad at that. What? 
Let me yeah. continue. He said, because Columbus didn't find our country, the Indians did. I'd like to have Columbus Day off, but I don't want you to teach us lies. That is all. My question for the day is, how can white people teach black history? Colum. King, my little hero, okay? Oh, you got to read the teachers. You got to oh, no, read the I'm end. You got to go. got to read the whole thing. I'm not finished. So the teacher writes in red, King, I am very disappointed in your journal today. And King writes back, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen, listen. Uh, listen. Oh, my God. What I could that do kid. with is kids like that. Because not yes. only was he taught by his mom that that Christopher Columbus shit is bullshit, but he was strong oh. enough to tell his teacher that. And there's a lot of kids. I don't even know if I was strong enough to say that to my teacher back in the day. That's it. That that child's mama read lies my teacher told me hmm. and passed that knowledge down to her baby and her baby just straight up chin checked the teacher. What? I'm so proud of both of them. Right. I don't even know them, but I'm so proud. Right. I'm loving him from a distance. Like, come <sighs> on, King, King, little man, you did that. You did that. So. And he was so nonchalant with that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. And, just, little, and, uh, and look. In little letters, he ain't say nothing else. Like I'm not gonna argue with he you. He just did. He just said O and K. Yep. There was no A Y at the end of that. Nope. He was so 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 to the point. Mm-hmm. And you know you could hear the bitch after that too. <laughs> All right. You know, it was in invisible uh... ink. He wrote that in lemon juice. <laughs> so if you pulled it up to the light or to a flame, you'd see that bitch after it. But you know, he he made sure. To let her know. Yeah. I see you. Yeah. You gotta love it, man. Like, shout out to the mom, of course. Black woman shout out. You know, that's not my black woman shout out for the day, but black woman shout out to her. Because yeah, real listen, talk, like that parent teacher conference is gonna be lit. Yeah. Cause if his mom if he's saying that to the teacher, his mom is gonna be ready for that teacher when she goes in the door. So stay ready, all star. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my love for the day. What I could do without. I was going to say workout pain, but I'm not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What I could do without is fear. Mm -hmm. I started my business and uh, I love it. And it's where I want to be. It gives me life. Right. But I know that I have to fight my way out of fear. So I have to fight my way out of fear of failure and then really feel your fear of success because I don't know what that looks like. And right. so um, that's what I'm trying to wade myself through right now. Um, but I know that it's a good place to be because then if you can get out of it, you can gain so much. But yeah, fear is a huge uh, hurdle uh, for myself or, you know, for anyone that's trying to do something new. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess. What I would say for fear, um, me personally, Mm -hmm. I'm scared of a lot, (laughs) but I don't let it, I guess I use it to empower me. Okay. Um, you know, cause the thing I'm scared of the most, like, like, especially like you said, success is, you don't know what to, like, what do you do with that? And, And you always wonder how these successful people handle gaining this much success. And I think. I think it's okay to have a little fear, to be honest. Um, you know, it you. lets it, it helps you reason with yourself. Um, I guess don't let it cripple you, but you know, acknowledge that it's there and you know that it's okay. You know, it's okay to have fear. It's okay to not be certain. But I guess it. I don't know. I don't want to get philosophical or anything, but um, nah, you're doing fine. Don't. I think the best stuff that's come out my best successes have not come my best successes have been the things I've been most fearful of you know um I didn't get Instagram for like the longest time cosplay was like like I didn't think I could do it especially Mm -hmm. being a black woman I didn't I didn't think all that I was scared of it I was scared of putting myself out there being an introvert um Mm -hmm. but I did it anyway and 
I think in, in spite of in spite of myself, I guess I wanted to spite fear. You know, it's like, okay, I know you're there. That's fine, but I'm gonna do this anyway, even though you're telling me I can't. Essentially, you know, that I don't know. That's just what I think. I think it's there's a little bit of drive in fear. Um, just don't let it consume you. Yeah, you know, that's all I have to say. No, I appreciate that. Thank you. That that's why I wanted to say what my what I could do without because I love input on that. Like it's something that you know can cripple you if you let it. So, right. Yeah. All right, ladies. So, what are your black woman shoutouts? I'll start with you. Uh, let's see, Shanti, what's your black woman shoutout for today? Oh, she's on the call. <laughs> Uh, so shout out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Um, goodness, I, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> oh, I don't know how to deal with all this. Uh, I guess I'll go. Um, my black woman shout out. Yo, that's hard to choose because I honestly I admire all the black women in my family, from my stepmama, my sister, and my friends very inspiring to me they're so inspiring um just doing what they do every day being themselves but I think my shout out would go to my mom uh she and I are different people you know in a lot of ways but the fact that she wholeheartedly supports my costuming all my crazy hobbies and she may not understand at first, but then she becomes my number one fan. And she's sometimes she'll be researching pieces of my costume or references. And I'm like, she'll be asking me, who's that character? I have no idea who they are, but, you know, tell me about it. And, you know, that kind of support, I, I have no words. I'm just so blessed. I'm so blessed because not a lot of people have that kind of support. And I thank her every day, you know. She, she's such an inspiration, a very strong person. So, uh, she's a strong, uh, caring person. She's blunt, but <laughs> it's it's because she loves you. And I could not ask for you know a better woman role model in my life. Oh yeah, I love that. That's kind of beautiful. So my black woman shout out, I decided that from now on, whenever I do black women shout outs, I'm going to try to stick with women who are from our past Mm -hmm. um, because I don't want us to forget them. Um, And so my black woman shout out is kind of linked to a new segment I'm going to start next time on the next show called Surprise, Surprise. And I'm going to start off with Mammy, Mammy too? Is that, am I saying her name right? Mom? Ah. Emmett Till's mom, Mammy Till. Um, And the reason why I wanted to say her is because my newest segment is going to be based on how white fear kills us. Mm. Um, And so this mother of Emmett Till, um, who was killed for supposedly flirting with a white woman, um, even back then did something revolutionary when she insisted that the casket for her son be kept open. Like back in that time, back in 1955, that's not something that would have happened. You know, you kill black kids, that casket was closed. Nobody saw what was, what happened to him. You would only assume. Whereas Mammy said, no, I want you to see what you guys did to my son. And that was revolutionary. And so the, sh- the, the segment that I'm going to do on the next show um, really is going to be about how, first of all, white people kill way more people than we do. But mm. there is some sort of fear when it comes to black people that is created. And mm-hmm. so a lot of people, at, at least of the younger generation, don't know a lot about Emmett Till. Um, and so I wanted to start off this series with that story. So that is my black woman shout out for the day. Um, oh. Mammy Till died in 2003 and uh, she wasn't to be played with. And uh, I respect her. So 
yeah, I just wanted to shout her out for today, and I'll talk a little bit about her on the next show, but that's my black woman shout out. Was there anything else we wanted to discuss before we uh, let everyone go? Did you have anything else you wanted to say, ladies? Devin, Ashanti? Thank you for coming on, Devin. Mm-hmm. I mean, just thank y'all for having me. Uh, what y'all, what you're doing is amazing to me. I, I haven't, I didn't found a, a black co- podcast before, so I'll be listening in, you know, to your network from now on. Um, oh, cool! And I love your idea of bringing uh, cosplay to the pages and giving people a resource, a true resource, and I think as you know a black community we should work on organizing these things and being responsible and not living up to stereotypes of laziness or you know not going after what what what's what's inherently ours we we deserve success as much as any other person in this world and i want people to believe in that i want people to believe in themselves enough to go after even in and it's hard. Um, I'm not saying this is what I'm doing isn't easy. I, I'm I, the reason I do it is because I want. I refuse to believe that I can't be great. You know. Yeah. What what what's stopping me from being great? Except you know myself. Even with all, even with society's rules, there's still always a way. There's always a way. There's always a way to get educated. There's always a way to build yourself up and uh, I think the best thing that you can do is keep a positive outlook and find those people who can nurture you and bring out the best in you like you guys you guys I mean I feel like you brought out some of the best parts of me just now um uh and that's what I hope that I guess that's what I'll leave off with Well, yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for coming. It's been a lot of fun, or coming on the show. It's been a lot of fun talking to you. Um, Really, I wish you continued success. And um, I'm going to keep an eye out for you. You're welcome to come back on the show anytime you choose. Um, I love speaking with you. And, uh, yeah, like, I always have guest co-hosts with me. So you are more than welcome to come. If you've got a project coming up or something that you like people to know about, let me know. I will promote you as much as I can. Um, and thank you, everyone, for listening today. Of course, um, Secret Sauce does have its own separate feed, so I hope that everyone will download it um, onto the feed because I don't think I'm on the MTR Network feed. I think I'm just on my feed. So, yeah, if you go to whatever podcast app you choose, look up Secret Sauce. That's where all of my shows are. And, um, you know, I've got what nine other shows oh my gosh this is 10 wow i'm becoming a i'm becoming a woman (laughs) (laughs) i'm growing up um but yeah um i'm not on the mtr network feed i don't believe i am on my separate feed so yeah look up secret sauce and then of course um you can always find our podcast episodes on mtrnetwork.net Thank you so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.